0: All right, everybody. Thank you for joining me today on Kazoo Corner. I want to do a little bit different of a format. Um, This is going to be kind of more of a podcast format, uh, kind of a different series. Still going to be on Kazoo Corner, but uh, I told you a while ago that I was working on getting a podcast going. And this is more for obviously trying to hit more platforms. Also having more of an open discussion, not a lot of cuts, not a lot of edits, just kind of a a very open conversation, talking about simple topics, maybe complex topics. Um, Later on, bringing in some uh, people. I really wanted to do this podcast with a buddy of mine. Um, Of course, um, scheduling conflicts. People have different lives, you know, people have kids, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, so what is this podcast going to be about? Well, again, this is also going to be on my channel. So if you have seen me on YouTube or if you're watching this on YouTube, um, this is we're, we're, we're I'm going to focus more on just kind of having an audio platform. But I really want to bring it for, uh, I really want to have kind of a, a, a video um, aspect to it as well. So that way those who can watch on uh, on YouTube, you know, they're not missing out on anything. Um, And really, those who are on audio aren't really missing out on sound. I don't don't have any stats or pictures to show you or anything. I mean, we might get into that a little later on. uh, As this as this podcast develops a little bit, but this is still going to be on my channel on YouTube kazoo corner. So if you're listening to this on another platform, head on over to YouTube, give it a like, subscribe if you like the content and you know ring the bell do all that stuff leave comments of course you know uh leave ratings on these other platforms um likes comments whatever you can do on these other platforms not really sure what other platforms i'm going to be posting on probably just the main ones um apple podcast uh google podcast spotify and um I might just hit all of them, as many as I can. So what do I want to talk about? Uh, today, I really want to hone in on pretty much what the whole channel on YouTube is about. And that is talking about the credibility of the Bible. Now, if you haven't seen um, the, the uh, YouTube channel, the whole idea is about you'll have to excuse me the air just kicked on this isn't a soundproof room and we're doing this without any edits without any cuts also please apologize again because this there are no edits or cuts you might hear my kids talking as well Uh, they haven't gone to bed yet so but uh again uh going back to the topic we're really talking about the credibility of the bible can we trust the bible are there any contradictions How can we discredit those contradictions explain them give answers to that Um, the simple and short answer uh, and you can turn it all off now if you want to after this answer but the simple and short answer is there are no contradictions now there can't be here's the thing God's Word is perfect Um, inerrant It, it it has to be perfect, because it's God's word. So imagine for for a second that uh, we all believe in God. Okay, obviously I do, but imagine for a second, and you probably do if you're listening to this podcast. But imagine for a second that God exists. Okay, everything's great. God's in, God is what God is. He's infinite. Okay, now what does this mean? Well, we we can't really explain what that means. You know. It's like explaining colors to a blind man. How could you, uh, you know, a blind man who's been blind since they you know, have been born, how could you possibly describe colors to a blind man? It's impossible. So trying to explain, trying to explain infinity to an infinite being, which we are an infinite being, we are infinite beings, um, it's impossible. Uh, There's no way to possibly do that. So how do we know that infinity actually exists? How do we know this idea of infinity is a logical, reasonable idea? Well, that's the thing. Um, You have evidence and you have proof, okay? Proof is, okay, there's so much evidence, there's no way to deny it, this proves it evidence kind of builds towards towards that proof so there's no way to prove that infinity exists but you know we can logically and reasonably assume that infinity actually is a reasonable concept so if this infinite being exists we'll call him god for lack of a better term if this infinite being exists you know how can we describe him if we can't describe infinity how can we describe God well we can't there's no way to describe God but in this you know this might be a topic for later on down the road um, again excuse my my <laughs> babies are crying for uh, a little melody She's just upset that she has to go to sleep. How dare we put her to sleep? Anyways, so we have uh, we have um, we have reason, we have logic to guide us towards this idea that infinity exists. Okay, and we don't really need to go into that. Um, basically, all we're doing here is is trying to is trying to give credibility to the Bible, because. If God exists, and this is, this is a great way to think about it. If God exists, okay, it's reasonable to assume that God wants us, his creation, to know that he exists. To know about him, okay? A good way to explain this is, okay, I'm a father. I have children, okay? I want my children to succeed. So in order to do that, they need to know certain things. They need to know how to go about life. They need to know what to do, what not to do, what's good, what's bad, what's going to hurt them, what's going to, you know, keep them from harm. This is all towards, you know, giving them information that they need to survive. Now, it's in the same way you can imagine that, you know, God or infinity, we'll call him God because, you know, what else are we going to call infinity? And, And really, that's... That's what we mean when we say God is infinite light, energy, love, goodness, righteousness. That's what God is. It's not some magical wizard in the sky judging us in a white robe with a beard, you know. That's that's not what God is. And sometimes you get the impression that that's what these atheists Think of God as, you know, he's just this magical wizard in the sky with the gavel, you know, judging us. That's not the way it is at all. But if we if we think of God the way he actually is, it's it's reasonable to assume that God, you know, he created us and he wants us to know who he is. Okay, How can you explain yourself if you're infinite to a non-infinite being well there's a couple ways to go about doing that there's divine intervention there's you know prophecy there's you know revealing yourself in their head talking to them hey Moses this is what you need to do you know revealing yourself in a burning bush but a good way to get through to all of us in a very efficient manner is the written word, language, a language that we can understand, okay? And so this is exactly what seems to happen, you know? If if God, a creator, created us, he wants us to know who he is, he's going to get that information to us. He's obligated to do that, okay? And what better way than the written word, okay? And if God is perfect, if God is righteousness and good and light and infinity, then his word has to be perfect, okay? So, okay, we have, let's see, we have the creator, we have the creation, we have a need, a will, a desire to reveal himself to us, reveal himself to everyone, we have the word of God, so it has to be perfect. So where is this word of God, okay? Well, the Christian believes, obviously, it's the Bible. You know, the Muslims believe it's the Quran. The, uh, the, the Hindus believe it's the Baklavita. I believe it's what it's called. I'll have to research that. Let me know if I'm wrong on that. Let me know if, I, if I'm if i incorrect on that word, Baklavita, Baklavita, might be a completely different word altogether. But the point is that he has to get the word to us. He got. He has to get this knowledge to us somehow. It's So it has to be somewhere, okay? So let's assume it's the Bible, okay? Again, if God's perfect, the Bible has to also be perfect. It has to, okay? And in order for it to be perfect, it can't contradict itself. It can't have errors, okay? Now, we're not talking about grammatical errors punctuation this and that those things it's 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 an interesting you know um fact that these things actually did exist in let's say the original king james and that's why you have different editions indi- the second edition the you know whatever edition we're at that's why you have different because the because you know maybe there was a punctuation error or maybe there was a period where it shouldn't have been but that doesn't mean the concepts were incorrect. That that doesn't mean the language was incorrect, just grammatical errors. Okay. And that's fine having grammatical errors. Um, but getting the concepts right, getting the information, right, getting the language, right. That has to be right. It has to be perfect. Okay. And if it's not perfect, we should, have, we should be able to find that out. We should be able to tell if it's not perfect. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I promise, I don't have the COVID. I don't think you can get it over video, but you know, I'm not the CDC, so I don't, I don't know the uh, stats on that. Anyways, <laughs> uh, what a weird time we live in. Um. So yes, the Bible would have to be perfect. Okay. So let's assume that it's perfect. Okay. That means there are no contradictions. So when you have these people say, well, here's a contradiction here, here's a contradiction there. I mean, mean, you just type in um, Bible contradictions and you'll have a bunch of websites shoot up. You know, uh, I I think um, the first few videos actually that I have on this channel come from the first few answers of one of the websites or the first few questions or supposed contradictions on one of these websites that I saw. Saying that um, that you know here's a contradiction. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Well, for one, maybe they're just reading an incorrect or or an inaccurate translation. So first and foremost, you got to get the right Bible, okay? And yes, there is a right Bible. Uh, it's it's. I don't really want to get into it. That's a whole new subject. Another rabbit to chase. So, first you have to do that. Then you have to realize that a lot of verses can be easily taken out of context. Okay? So, cool. Um, God exists. We're the creation. He wants us to know about him. He has to get the word out. The word's got to be perfect. Good to go. We, we, we think it's the Bible. It's perfect. doesn't have any contradictions. Okay, great. So, what what is the one... The one thing that you always hear from those who don't believe, you'll say, well, the Bible says this. Or the Bible says that. Oh, I don't believe in the Bible. Um. Okay. Uh, what do you mean? Well, it's just, you know, the Bible's inaccurate or it's incorrect or, you know, or sometimes it's just as simple as I don't believe in the Bible. Okay, well, well, what do you mean you don't believe in the Bible? Okay, do you, do you mean you don't believe that David was king for 40 years and that he had a son Solomon and he was king for 40 years? And before that there was King Saul and he was king for 40 years? Because these are things we can actually look back in history and prove, okay? Do you mean you don't believe Jesus was a real person and he wasn't born in Bethlehem and he wasn't crucified by under Pontius Pilate uh, and he didn't rise from the dead because, yes, these are all things we can actually prove, okay? Do you mean that, you see what I'm saying? I don't believe in the Bible. What does that mean? Do you, be, do you not believe the entire Bible or there's certain parts you don't believe and because of that it's inaccurate? okay, well, that, that holds a little bit of weight. But see, here's the thing. And people, you know, that go, it goes along with, you know, I don't believe in God. Okay, well, why not? Well, I don't believe he exists. Okay, can you prove it? No, I can't prove it. Of course you can't prove it. How could you disprove God? You you, <laughs> you really can't. There's no possible way to disprove The existence of God. Just like there's no possible way to prove the existence of God. And this goes back to what I was saying before. There's a difference between evidence and proof. Do you have evidence of God? Do you have evidence that there is no God? Yes, no, whatever the answer is. That doesn't mean you have proof that he does or doesn't exist. Okay. So there's a difference between evidence for God and proof for God existence. Okay. Okay. Proof is the all encompass the the all the all in yes he, there's no doubt about it he definitely exists we can prove it science archaeology whatever you want to use okay but you can't disprove God it's impossible how could you prove the non existence of anything okay kind of goes along with you know any Extinct species. I mean, you hear about it all the time. What they found evidence that the dodo bird is actually still in existence. You know why they said it was, and you, I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense that you would be able to prove the non-existence of anything. Okay, even let alone God. Okay, you'd have to be everywhere in the entire universe all at the same time. You could not. Know, what if the Do- okay? What if there is life on other planets and there a dodo bird exists there? Well, then you're inaccurate if you say the dodo bird is extinct. You know, it's it's just an inaccurate statement. So how could you prove if you can't disprove the existence of the dodo bird? Then how can you disprove the existence of God? You know, God is like like we were saying before. He's infinite. It's a concept we can't even we can't even comprehend what that means. We can't, we, we can get close. And, and like I said, we, we have the Bible to get us there or, you know, whatever you happen to subscribe to, you know, I, I believe as a Christian, the Bible is the true word of God, but let's say it's the Quran. Okay. Well, that's God speaking to his people. Let's say it's the Bhagavad Gita. That's, that's God's multiple speaking to, you know, mankind. So, but the point is, you know, you can't disprove God. There's just no possible way you could do it, okay? So when you say you don't believe in the Bible, okay, again, what do you mean? Because the way I see it, and this is really getting into the meat of what I, what I really wanted to get to today, is there are three, three things that you can't prove in the Bible but that doesn't mean they didn't exist. Just like you can't prove God, well, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, okay? You can't disprove God, but you also can't prove God. You can use reason, you can use logic, you can use evidence to get you to that faith, to get you to that belief that God actually exists. But you can't actually prove the existence of God just like you can't disprove it. Now, does that mean your faith is in vain? No, it's not, okay? People say faith is, you know, believing what you can't see or, you know, you know, believing ignorantly on, you know, so, you know, whatever. Well, that's not true at all. Faith doesn't require no facts. Okay. And I have actually talked about this in a previous video on the YouTube channel that, you know, just because, you know, you, you, the Christian says, well, I have faith. That doesn't mean you can't also have facts to back you up. Okay. Okay. But like I said there are there are really three things in the Bible that you can't actually prove. You can't prove these things. Again, that doesn't mean they don't exist, that doesn't mean they didn't happen. It just means you can't prove them. Okay? Now what are these three things? Well, it's pretty it's pretty simple. Because aside from these three things, everything else in the Bible is just well, Besides these three things, everything in the Bible is just history or it's poem or it's prophecy that has yet to be fulfilled. Besides that, you have three things that you cannot prove. And the first one would be basically Genesis 1 through 5. Okay, now why do I say Genesis 1 through 5? Do I mean you can't prove the creation? Well, yes and no. We're here. So it had to have happened some way, right? Whether the evolutionists are right, the atheists are right, the humanists are right, or, you know, those who believe in a God or those who are Christian are right, okay? So either there was a creation or, you know, the universe sprouted from nothingness by nothing, which scientifically doesn't make sense, okay? So that's not what I mean when I say Genesis 1 through 5. What I mean is there was... The old Earth, okay. The Garden of Eden, not just the Garden of Eden, because the Garden of the Garden of Eden was really just a small slice of Earth. Okay, we can't prove what the Earth was like beyond a shadow of a doubt. All aspects of it, the geology or the uh, yeah the the geology, um, the atmosphere. You know, we can't. There's not there's no way we could prove what it was like before, let's say what happens in Genesis six and seven, the great flood in the days of Noah. So before the great flood in the days of Noah, cause that would have wiped everything out. There's nothing about the old world that you could prove. So that's, that's one. Number two, you can't prove that Jesus was God in the flesh. Okay, you can't prove that. Does that mean it's not so? Not at all. Um, You know, in fact, we have strong evidence for this. And this was, again, goes back to evidence versus proof. You can't prove that Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. But you we have very strong evidence for this. Number one, he said it. Number two, he said what was going to happen after he died. And number three, what he said was going to happen after he died actually happened. And there were, I think the Bible lists that there were 500 plus people that saw, that not only saw Jesus uh, resurrected after he died, um, but they saw him in se- ascend into heaven. So this is, uh, or maybe it was just a few people saw him ascend into heaven, but 500. People witnessed him while he was alive. Um, again, somebody correct me on that if I'm if I'm wrong on that. Either way, we can we can prove that he said what he said was going to happen. We can prove that it did happen, and then we can prove the ascendance into heaven. Okay. Uh, does that prove he is God in the flesh? Uh, no. But if all those things are happening, okay, the guy who said I am God, basically, uh, I'm gonna tend to lean towards that as you know, um, a reality. So that's number two. And number three, the third thing we can't prove are things that have yet to happen. So what I was saying before, you know, besides history and poems in the Bible, we have prophecy. Okay. We have prophecy of things yet to come. Those are things we can't prove because they haven't happened yet. That's like saying, saying, I have proof that, um, that you know, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, resigned. Okay. Well, can that possibly happen? Yeah, that could possibly happen in the future. Has it happened yet? No. So we can't prove that it happened because it hasn't happened yet. Could it possibly happen in the future? Yes. Is it very likely to happen? Hmm, maybe. Um, but uh, that might be a bad example because it's so political. I'm trying not to be political on this on this podcast. But those are really three things that you can't prove. Other than that, you really just have history. Okay, you have basically you have from um, from Genesis chapter six all the way through um, Nehemiah and Ezra, which is like most of the Old Testament. I think like eighty percent of the Old Testament. Um, and then you, you even have historical. Um, historical events that happen in books like Isaiah and Ezekiel and Jeremiah. Like those books aren't just prophecy. Same thing with, uh, Hosea and, you know, Malachi and stuff like that. Zechariah, uh, there are historical events that happen in those books, but for the most part, those books are, you know, they have a lot of prophecy. These are what's called the major and minor prophets, but, yeah, from, from, from Genesis chapter six, all the way through ne- uh, Nehemiah and Ezra, that's all history. It's all historical events. And a lot of it is like cataloged and recorded stuff. Like this King was this King after this King, and he was King for this long and he died at this point, And, you know, so on and so forth. I mean, it's, it's the old Testament is mostly just a history book is what it is now. You're probably not likely to get this history book in the public schools, but that doesn't mean it's not history that actually took place. and And we can actually um, we can actually use secular writings and historical documents to you know back these things up. Um, so most again, most of the Old Testament is just is just history. It's a history book. Then you have your prophets, which a lot of the prophecy that happened in the Old Testament has already taken place. There are some prophecies that haven't taken place yet that deal with, you know, eschatology, end of times type stuff. And then you have like um, proverbs, which is just knowledge writing. It's 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 Solomon. Most of it, if not all of it, I think, is just Solomon writing to his sons, telling them, "Listen, this is how you get. This is how you have a good life. This is how you have a successful." and good life just do these things and you'll be fine um psalms a lot of psalms is just songs you know that's that's i think that's a direct translation i could be wrong on that but psalms is just a bunch of songs so you have that and then you have you know the song of solomon uh, songs of solomon then you have ecclesia um um not ecclesiastes sorry um jeremiah's book what did he write Oh, man, Lamentations, Uh, that was Solomon. You know, a a lot of this is just poetry, okay? And then again, you have, in in the New Testament, you have a historical reference of what happened. I mean, uh, you know, it was basically a synopsis of the life of Jesus and his ministry. Then you have the Book of Acts, which is, again, historical documents. These are all things we can prove that actually happened. Okay, then you have letters of you know, Paul and some of the apostles, um, well, mostly Paul Hebrews is probably Paul as well. That's another thing we can get into later. Um, I think it was James, but, um, then you have the letters of Paul to all the churches. Those are just letters. Okay. And those are letters that he actually wrote. So I, you know, that's, that's not something to be believed. That's something that actually happened. And, uh, and then after that you have revelation, which is, Eschatology, end times prophecy. So when people say I don't believe in the Bible, you gotta ask them, what do you mean? What do you mean? Do you not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God? Uh, do you not believe He is God in flesh? Okay, we can talk about that. Do you not believe the prophecies in Revelation and in Daniel and in some of the major and minor prophets? Okay, we can talk about that. Um, but for the most part, I would say shoot at least 60 70 80 percent of the bible is just a historical book it's just history you know it's history that you're not taught in schools but it's history so do you believe in god okay if you don't let's talk about it but you can't prove that he doesn't exist okay do you believe in the bible okay you might not believe in certain parts but most of it's just a history book if you don't believe that jesus is is god in the flesh that's one thing okay so um there you have it, guys. I really just wanted to uh, and and this is kind of a loose uh, a loose conversation. uh it's it's just the first uh, it's first video, the first podcast that i'm that i that i i'm I'm kind of trying these things out. Uh, it's I'm sure it's gonna <laughs> for lack of a better term, evolve over time. Um, but uh let me know what you guys think. Um, what topics do you you guys want to talk about um, I, I I would really like to have. Some people come on, kind of be more like a show, maybe have some interviews, maybe just chatting with my church buddies, you know, you know, whatever. I, I kind of just want to play this however I want to play it. But um, I thank you for watching. If you're on uh, Spotify or Google Podcast or iTunes or any other podcast platform, head on over to YouTube, find Kazoo Corner like the channel or like the video, subscribe to the channel. It would be much appreciated, very much helpful. Share the video. Uh, Likewise, if you're on YouTube, go ahead and check out those other podcasts. If you just want the audio, maybe you're, uh, maybe you got a a job like I do where you got to drive all day. Uh, It's nice to just listen to a show. Uh, Other than that, guys, thank you again for joining me and God bless.